0: Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome to the Think Inspire podcast with your boy Ninja Pat in the house. Okay, so this one's a little bit different. i gonna be talking about Johnny Herb versus Amber Heard. What the fuck is going on? And I can't help myself, like watching these highlights and watching what is transpiring in front of our very own eyes for the world to see. I also feel like this course is probably the most most watched, most viewed course uh, court of all time. I, I can't think of any other ones in recent memory, the real memory that that is just as big. I mean, like in the 90s, or you got the R. Kelly scandal, you've got um, O.J. Simpson back in the 90s. There's there's a lot, but this one seems to be so fitting for today's day and age because of modern society's views, worldviews, and like obviously um, there's a lot of things going on here. It's like the male victim mental health card that males like to play the mental health card, and um, females like to p- have like there was a time where the are you uh, are you okay movement was was huge. No, it's not the are you okay movement, the Me Too movement was massive. And, like, I'm seeing both cards play out. And, like, as a spectator, I just think to myself, thank f- God that I'm not in this position. Like, how how did you get there? As you guys are watching and listening to the, the tapes, are you not thinking about the times that you were fighting with your ex? And I, was, I, I went back in time, like, I remember arguments like this. I've only had one argument in my life that I look back at it and, like, okay, this was a complete waste of time. I mean, hours of going back and forth. It's like this: the new version of your communication became arguing. Is that was your form of love? That was your form of lust? That was your form of building connection? The actual conversation of you guys battling each other was the way you would communicate. And I, as I watched the case unfold, it's like I mean, they're replaying recordings from two thousand and sixteen. So it just dumbfounds me that she can go on, on like a rant like for like five minutes telling Johnny to suck, suck her dick. And as I'm listening to this on YouTube, I'm thinking, well, who's wrong, who's right? And like, I look at all the comments and like, oh, Team Depp, Team Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow, he's he shouldn't be spoken like, to, like this. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be a sitter, but I'm not on either of those sides because as she is saying these, these words to him that are just like pretty foul, um, to be honest with you, why is he still there? <laughs> I'm just thinking the only thing you can give her is your attention and you're pretty much, you're rewarding bad behaviour. Like, this is bad behaviour and what she wants is your attention. You're just sitting there giving it to her when she's saying these words. And I'm just thinking, like, I, I'm not a big fan of Johnny Depp, actually. I don't watch any of his movies. The only movie that I did watch that I was forced to watch was Edward Scissorhand. But I know right now, because if you if we did a poll, a worldwide poll on who'd be winning the case, it would obviously be the fact that Johnny Depp and um, his lawyer, I think it was Camille Vasquez, is is killing it right now. And you can see the, the fanfare, the support behind him. I mean, it's going to be hard to come back from in terms of just a like a game, like it's a win and lose game, this court case, right? So I do feel like Johnny will come out on top, but I think what he'll lose is his is the sense of self. I mean, are you going to get yourself back? Like all those recordings are just, it's just terrible how you could just sit there and take all the abuse. I mean, if the claims are true and that she was beating him up, how would you sit there and just take all of that? Like you, what, she's going to physically hit you and threaten you and do all this and you just take it? And what is even more confusing, this is all, I mean, for entertainment purposes, it's fucking funny. It's funny. Like, I don't think domestic violence is a laughing matter, but I think it's kind of hilarious that everything's recorded. How are you having these conversations and it's recorded? I mean, never have we ever seen on television and on like social media where people were arguing for lengths and lengths on end about the most cruelest things to a point where there was a time where they were talking about, she was leaving fecal matter on the bed and he was like talking about it with a smirk on his face. I'm like, what is going on? Is this a movie? I mean, that's an actor and an actress, but they're not getting paid to be acting right now, you know? So it's very interesting. What I also find very cool. Um, not very cool, but entertaining. Is the amount of compulsive lying that is going on from her mouth, especially the last few days? She keeps looking at the jury for like some sort of like sympathy. Every single time Camille asks her a question, she'll redirect the uh, question into the question that she wants to answer, which is the fact that no, I didn't let Johnny. Um, I-, I wanted Johnny to come back home because he would always leave and do another round of drugs. Whereas her lawyer was saying no, well, like he tried to leave you. And she she would like blank stare her into the eye. And it was just like, as a spectator, it was very entertaining to watch. Because Camille's talking to Amber, Amber's talking to the jury, and Johnny's just laughing. And just the whole dynamic as a spectator is quite entertaining, I must say. Everyone like everyone wins but those two. We get entertainment, the court, the justice system, they get more eyeballs, the networks who are showing the, the clips are getting more views than anything. These are millions, millions of views everyone's winning with those two one he's gonna look like an absolute idiot like he's looking like an idiot right now like as a as a guy from a male's point of view i look at that and think that is a weak man and for you to say she did that to you is literally for you saying i am powerless as a human being to look after my stuff i mean like if i'm not a dad but if i was a, when i become a dad I'm not going to show a representation where someone's going to put me in a state of victim mode. No one's gonna put myself there. That is not a good example of being a leader. How can someone have that much influence over your thoughts, actions, and the way you process day-to-day activities? If I'm not enjoying this hour with you, why am I there? You might say love, but we hear the recordings and that's clearly not love. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services we help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, the dreamteam.fitness. Any normal human being can see that recording as evident that that is not love. That is that is just toxicity at its finest. And toxicity unfortunately is gets more views. Toxicity unfortunately we look at and we like to side with who's who's getting hurt who's doing this i mean god damn, we're all adults here you know like where's the groundingness in one person's self like i think what he lost is sense of self and when he lost sense of self she lost the sense of hope when the man loses sense of self she loses a sense of hope in him they all fail the only thing is like why did it take so long for them to split how did it get that so far do you have to record every conversation And I think it's more like not so much of a relationship, social dynamic point of view. I think it's more of a power point of view. I think they were trying to, I think money was one of the biggest reasons why they recorded all these things because like, obviously he was pleading that she um, got his role taken away from the Pirates of the Caribbean, um, this and that. So yeah, you know, I work with, as you know, I'm a, I've been an online fitness coach for for a very long time now. I've been a PT. I've had two gyms. Um, we help thousands of people around the world transform their lives through health and fitness. I help eight coaches all around the world um, impact more people because that's the number one. Uh, word for me for the year at the start of the year I was like impact was the word of the year and i was i look at back all at uh, all my students and you know one of my students I won't na- mention any names in this thing but uh she came to me and she had like like really bad depression and like not the depression in the sense of oh, i've got depre- depression um feel sorry for me but depression as in like i've been clinically diagnosed i'm on antidepressants being on antidepressants make you depressed by the way it might numb your pain but guess what numbing pain is just just as it depre- depressing as expressing pain so and any normal person can tell you this if you express the way you feel you're going to feel a lot lighter you can either do two things when you have pain you can express pain through Language, or you can express strain pain through physical well being, which is like boxing, which is weightlifting, all this stuff. If you want to suppress it and get a pill to numb that, well, of course, you're going to become depressed. This person came to me and I remember her visual, visually shaking, coming up to me and wanting to ask for personal training. And I'm like, hey, take a seat. I, I realized what was going on. I'm like, take a seat. I've heard a little bit about you. Let's talk. She was telling me about all the things that she's been through in her life. She said, this is where I knew that. This is a serious issue she's like pat i've heard about you and i want you to know that i really need help but i want a preference by saying that i slept under a suicide note every day for 365 days i said to her this is not going to be easy what choices do you have right now if you make health fitness your mental well-being the number one priority where would you be she's like i am i'm like what methods have you tried well, I went to the doctor. I got some anti meds. You know, I I try to like stay home and and you know meditate. I look at her as she's pale, white skinned trembling. Looks like she hasn't had vitamin D in decades. I'm thinking, when the last, when is the last time you were outside the house getting some sun and smiling and laughing? I didn't ask her that because obviously that was a very um an intimate conversation with a person that I very, barely know. So I'm not going to start making like um backhanded like questions because like if i had a good rapport with her maybe i would have asked that question but i didn't so we started coaching and in a year's time she was off and anti- she was off anti-meds four months in in a year's time she lost 10 kilograms became a pole dancer and now she's like completely changed she finally moved out of home as well so all these things happened she could have held on to a victim card for my podcast listeners i'm holding on to a card right now she could have held on to this victim card and said You know what? I'm fucked. I'm depressed. I'm not going to do anything with my life. I am like this forever. She decided to give this victim card, flush it down the toilet, ask for help and say, look, I'm yours. You're the expert. I don't know how to get out of this rut. There was a poll. I don't know. Some massive influencer with 3 million followers put a poll and most of his audience is general public. And he put the poll up and it said, what is the number one source of, what is the number one thing that helps you with your mental health? and there was like five things there was meditation there was gratitude there was walking there was seeing a counselor slash therapist is like venturing for a friend and then drugs alcohol and the last one was exercise 40% of people said exercise the rest was like 5 10 15 20% so there you go physical exercise is and look look at look at Johnny Depp does he look like he goes to the gym no he's a junk like look he's he said to, he said since since the earliest part of my life, I've always done drugs since I was 10 years old. And it's he said it in a way where it's like, you kind of feel sorry for him because like you're projecting that like, oh, I've always done it. I didn't know how to get out of it. And there is too many examples on this planet where people have Mike Tyson, had the worst upbringing and found a way to the other side to inspire help and educate other people. Now you might say, Oh, well, you know, like, you know, Mike Tyson had like a good support system. You choose who you hang around with. You wake up every morning. You have two legs. You control these fucking movements. (laughs) You control where your feet are moving. If your feet are not in the room of toxicity, your ears cannot hear toxicity. You control your feet. It all starts with the human body. Okay? Very interesting. Very interesting. Anytime someone plays a victim, there's drama. And what does drama do? It gets headlines. It gets clicks. It gets us to talk about it. And I always think like this, man, if you were on the news, do you want to be shown like at your worst light or your best light? Does it even matter? Why don't you just focus on being the best version of you? You know, that's why these entertainment companies that like have clickbait stories and use anything. They could like take a one hour interview, snip 10 seconds of it, and make you look absolute rubbish. And it makes me think like this, like, well, a lot of things are out of your control. One thing that's in your control is your physical well-being and the, 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 and the way you move and who you spend time with. Imagine spending fucking that much time with a person like that in your life. Either of them. I wouldn't want to have a beer with him and I definitely wouldn't want to hang out with her. Don't care how famous he is don't care how much how cool he is don't care about his network and I look at her and I definitely would not kiss her sleep with her hang out with her be friends with her lasting you know the game kill um, kills marry or or sleep with none of them wouldn't want to kill her she'd probably come back from the dead and sue me <laughs> wouldn't sleep with her don't know where she's been would not kiss her because she'll probably hashtag me to next day. <laughs> this is a losing game i mean there's so many games you can play in life i like life. i love life i love games there's so many you can play why would you play the losing one you know and i think this case is so important for like what is happening in the world right now i mean there's so many social dynamics of like what's wrong what's right i can't say this i can't say that cancer culture me too like, oh, the race card, the victim mentality card, guys ple- pleading mental health for being fat and lazy. Like, all these cards lead to poor me. And I think this case is going to shed a light of what happens, even at the highest celebrity stardom, money, success, fame, what it could do to a normal human being if we don't have our values in order. That is all. I hope you enjoyed this podcast with your boy Ninja Pat coming at you live with some fire, education on the case that is Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Moral of the story, fitness is first. Peace. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you wanna learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy.